0: Hello and welcome to Triforce Trends, the podcast, where I talk about all things Zelda. If you enjoy the content, please support me by subscribing to the show on whichever app you're listening on. And please don't forget to check out the YouTube channel by searching Triforce Trends. Hello everybody and welcome back to the channel. Happy New Year and after another short hiatus, I'm back with renewed energy and along with today's video topic, I'm also here to tell you in no uncertain terms that one way or another, Unless I'm on holiday, I will be doing a video every single week again this year. I lacked near the end of last year, and with the new year just gone, this is my first resolution. So, with that said, I think it's time that we start discussing the topic of this video, caves in Breath of the Wild 2. A very long time ago, I looked at underground exploration in Breath of the Wild's sequel, But of course we haven't seen anything from that come into fruition yet. And that video was mostly looking at the prospect of another open world being underneath the usual world of Hyrule. Well before we even start this video I do still think that there could be these underground areas in the game. I mean we have bits of the game set in the sky, I think it would fit if underneath these islands there are actually caves and underground structures to explore making the second open world in this game carry both flying islands and the underground. But maybe that's a topic to discuss for another day because today I wanna to talk about something that's only very quickly been hinted at. While we gather closer and closer to another Breath of the Wild trailer, possibly even coming as soon as in a couple months time, I still believe that it's important to look back at the last couple of trailers that we've had. Because sure, me and other tubers have talked a lot about the previous two trailers, but there are certain things that are left so ambiguous that they could be interpreted in so many different ways I could fill a whole month of videos just with that speculation. And with that little nugget sat in your mind, here is a few frames of the E3 trailer for Breath of the Wild sequel that truly got me far more excited than it ever should have. In this scene we see Link with a whole new weapon, firing said weapon directly at a new enemy in something extremely reminiscent of a cave, and that cave is what I actually want to talk about today. Will there be more of these caves? Could this cave-like area actually serve as the game's new shrines? Maybe this is even a mini-boss to a dungeon? Not to mention, behind it, we can see a little pedestal that definitely reminds me a lot, a lot, a lot of pedestals from old Zelda games. My theory on this is that when Link defeats this new enemy, a chest will appear, much like they did in games like Wind Waker, I mean this entire area actually reminds me of Dragon Rue's Caverns in of itself, so I feel that's the best comparison really. So does that mean that this cave area lends itself as more of a secondary piece to a more traditional dungeon, or does it mean that it actually fits the description of a shrine more so than anything else? But I think it's time to talk about all of the possibilities that we could have for caves in Breath of the Wild 2. First off, and something that I love to do in these in Breath of the Wild 2 videos, is look back at the original game and analyse how they were done before. The past does not equal the future and that's why I think we should look back and really think about how the original idea could have been expanded upon. So, were there caves in Breath of the Wild? Yes, ish. I think more than most will agree with me that there are some caves in Breath of the Wild's overworld, and most of them do end with shrines, Koroks or little gifts but they're not really much in the way of an actual cave. I think there are maybe two that always stick with me from Breath of the Wild that remind me of actual caves. The first is down a slippery slope all the way at the trough of Hebra Peak. It's a stunning locale. Run a giant snowball down the bottom of the mountain, correctly calculate the trajectory and you can make your way in. And inside you have three things. A giant open space only illuminated by the light around you. A shrine as comes standard with most areas that you open up. And finally, but definitely not least, the Hebrew Great Skeleton, a colossal monster that seems to have been a huge leviathan that died out years ago. Sorta reminiscent of a certain somebody who helped the legendary hero in the canonical first game in the timeline. I only barely call this a cave down to its open-plan nature, this was clearly mined out to find the skeleton, and so it's technically a cave. And it does house a shrine, Now the other standout is the run up to the Makara Shrine. I could not find the name of the shrine anywhere, so thank you so much to Water Has A Taste on Discord. First of all, you have to run into the cave, then there's some little exploration bits, walking around and whatnot, things like that, before there's a wall and a little pond of water. Being adventurous, you can jump into this water, and what do you know, there's an opening where that wall was. Go under it, and there you go, you've made it to the shrine. As I said, these caves aren't really caves, but are more like shrine quests in essence, but I think it's important to establish what the meaning of a cave in a Zelda game meant up until that point. Now let's talk about the future. First of all, this scene could be taken within a shrine, but honestly I'd find that sorta hard to believe. I just can't imagine the next shrine counterpart to have barely any theme. Maybe its theme is that it's darker compared to the rest of the shrines, but just for this video I am going to leave this prospect out. Partly because I have an entirely other video just talking about shrines that'll appear in the corner right now. Instead, I think we should talk about two far more exciting ideas in my opinion. Both the idea that this is taken within a dungeon, a dungeon that looks far more traditional but more realistic, or it's just a part of the normal map. Dungeon idea first. Dungeons are my favourite parts of Zelda games. It's why, while Breath of the Wild did enamour me, it also left me craving just a little more from its dungeony offerings. And no, I do not want to have the Shrines or Dungeons argument today, far far too tired for that one. <laughs> so, what supports the argument this is found within a dungeon? Supposedly a chest is going to appear here, which means this could be a mini-boss, hoarding a brand new item for our hero. Plus, if the Zelda team were ever thinking of doing realistic dungeons, this would probably be the best time. The original Breath of the Wild was all about the wildlife, hence the name. It was the first game in the series that wasn't always downright dangerous, but at times could be peaceful. So much had happened to the world, but the wildlife had barely changed. Everything was as beautiful as it once would have been when Ganon first took over Hyrule. What better way to sequelize that sort of mindset than by carrying it on with the rest of the world, having dungeons that are traditional, but are just found around the world, being a part of the wildlife. So I think making a realistic dungeon or a string of them would just be a fantastic idea making them feel more like caves than dungeons would certainly fit in parts of the map. Not to mention I haven't talked about this much, but in the original trailer it seems that the original Link that we know is definitely unchanged from the last game is actually showcasing this part of the trailer, which could mean that this dungeon would fit inside of the original overworld. And in fact that segues pretty nicely into the final idea that there is four caves in Breath of the Wild 2. What if caves are found within the open world? Honestly, I think at the minute, the idea of it being a dungeon is stronger for me, but if you ask me on another day, I could probably go back and forth on this until the game comes out. The idea here is that just as you did in the original game, you run into these areas seemingly at random. You just explore and suddenly there's a little boss that you can defeat, and to add to your own sense of self-accomplishment, you could be awarded with a new item. If the devs wanted to continue with breakable weapons, which I fully do expect them to do, then this chest could give the player an item that's pretty darn cool, not an item that changes the game mechanically by any means but an item that is probably better than whatever you had before or maybe it just has some resources and these little areas could be scattered all around the map in a way they actually kind of remind me of the grottos from Ocarina of Time you do a thing in them and suddenly you're rewarded for your exploration maybe I'm reading too much into the pedestal itself and it'll actually just be a little teleportation device that takes you elsewhere but as I said at the beginning of this video All of this could be interpreted in so many different ways, so I want to know what are some ideas that you have for Caves Inside of Breath of the Wild 2? Because as far as I'm concerned, I could brainstorm these ideas for ages, and I think seeing what other people have to say would be extremely interesting, so make sure to leave your comments down below. In my own personal opinion though, Caves Inside of the Next Game would make all of the sense in the world, and however they're done, they would be welcome additions to me. And I am so, so excited to even see if this little snippet is set in a cave at all. I mean it could be set anywhere, but I do think it's time to stop for today, and to close out this video. Thank you all so much for watching this video, if you enjoyed them, please do support me by leaving a like rating and subscribing as we wait for more Breath of the Wild 2 news. The people you can see on screen right now are my Patreon supporters and they are just perfect people. Look at them. Sumji and Jared Whedon are especially amazing for being my top paying patrons. Just look at the Triforce coloured names and the Triforce font. Thank you so much for the support guys, if you'd like to join them then you can do for as little as £1 or $1.50 a month, the link to my Patreon is in the description and along with that link is the link to the rest of my media platforms so please please do follow me on them to keep in touch with me. Now thank you for listening to that episode, if you enjoyed it please hit the subscribe button on your podcast app to make sure you never miss an episode, and don't forget to check out my youtube channel of course, there's loads of Zelda content waiting for you just search Triforce Trends. Thank you for listening.